I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song All right, Chloe, it's time. It's time. It's time for me to do my next big song parody. It's It's been a week. It's been one episode, yeah. Uh, yeah, what do you mean your next big song parody? Yeah. We just got back in. Yeah. What? You can't. Yeah, so. You can't. This is one that you've already heard. It's one that I no! recently. <laughs> no. Chloe. Chloe. No. <laughs> Chloe. I forgot about this. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wrote it down. Um, <laughs> all right. So I don't know why it came up, but if anyone is aware of the song. Nobody is. <laughs> Chloe, You're the One I Want by the band Emblem 3. Which is literally nobody in the world. We didn't <laughs> even know about the song until you tried to find a song based on my name. This came out in 2013. It's a really vintage song about, like, basically... Uh, it's, a, it's a time capsule piece. And <laughs> when, when I first met Chloe, I don't know why the song came up. I think because it came out and her friends sang it or something. Or, or something. I, so, is so, that it? I thought you found it. I, I don't think I found it. I think you told me about it. So this is your fault? Did we, like... Lo- I, I feel this like this was like almost a decade okay. ago. Okay. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So this the song is about how um everyone's into Chloe's sister, mm-hmm. um but not into Chloe. But then it's like the song's about no, but Chloe, you're the one that I yeah. want. Yeah. So so you, <laughs> Sophie, my my bratty sister would sing this as as a jokey, a funny haha. Yeah. It was an inside joke was, for yeah. a very long and time. It's a pretty obscure song. So let's so, keep no. it an inside obscure song and joke. Let's yeah. let's jump well, right into that. Episode. Well, I um, we are. This is this is my my introduction to <laughs> to this. I'm 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 allowing the the public a glimpse into our lives. I'm letting them be a part of our lives. It's not community is. It's That's, sharing experiences. I, it's it's inviting people into your heart. I'm inviting them. Just into sing your parody. Our... Just sing your parody. <laughs> okay, so this is Let's the, rip off that this, is, this is the chorus, and I made this parody um the other night and wrote it down. So. Um, again, <laughs> don't judge me for my singing, but judge her for the content, not for her singing. <laughs> Chloe, I know your diaper turns everyone on. You're a baby. I have no doubt you're the one that I want. You think you're an adult, but everyone knows better. You say your potty train, your diaper just gets wetter. Chloe, I know your diaper turns everyone on. So you're the one I want. <laughs> it's actually really good. No, like, It's one of my better ones. <laughs> it is one of your better ones. Like you have like, okay, so like I'm in some... I'm going to do the whole song. <laughs> no. Okay, so like in some in some parody songs, like you just do a single word replace or something like that. But yeah, you're yeah. doing whole like 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 sentence replaces right, listen, here. Like you're doing I, like like full uh, song override. I can't get into the 
the art form that is parody <laughs> making. Like, why do some par- why are some parodies good and some parodies not? Mm-hmm. And like, part of that is making sure that you keep consistent syllable yeah. syllable count, but also like consistent rhyme scheme. But you also have to keep the right rhythm to each mm-hmm. each syllable. I, you know. Okay, specifically, I'm impressed with. You think you're an adult, but everyone knows better. The original line is. You think she's got it all, but that don't make her better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you see, it's 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 punctuated with these one syllable words. It's you think she's got it all, but that don't make her better. Like that. Yes. And this is the same way, which is you think you're an adult, but everyone knows better. And I, it's not just it's not just this matching the syllables there, but it's matching the sounds. So like in the original, it's like. Um, you think she's got it all mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and got it all has some some hard consonants and then that l at the end so an adult like you you have the consonants <laughs> and then you have that that hard I, that hard l before that t adult you you can really feel the insane sophie uh uh commitment to a bit here i yeah. appreciate it yeah i so like when is the full album dropping because you have enough songs for an I, album i definitely now. think i'm I'm almost there. I think this is maybe nine. If I'd have to make this into a full song, but I think I'm at like nine songs. So, now. so like, is this how album? Do you just release a bunch of EPs like this? Is this what an EP is? I don't know. And I then think you, an EP is just like a short album, like four or five songs. Okay, I can oh. make an EP. <laughs> okay, I'm, 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 I'm giving you this. I, I am, I'm genuinely impressed. I, Aww, I, I think it. I think hearing it without the chaos that I heard it last time is it, it, it makes it more impressive. So yeah, okay, good job. You yeah. Can, yeah, start the episode. Hi everyone, <laughs> welcome to the usual bet. We're an eighteen up age play discussion podcast. Every week we make a bet, and the loser isn't diapers for the next episode. I'm the non-Newtonian baby sister and counter extraordinaire Sophie E. Elizabeth. I am the big sister and bet winner, Chloe Elizabeth. But, I mean, that's not surprising. I, I kind of knew I'd win this because I think we have more people. Hey, who... it was really close. Only oh, four, yeah, yeah. four votes off. But I think I think we just, there's more people in our, in at least our Patreon, that that need to have more little days than yeah. need to work on their bedtime. Self-care, guys. Okay, I want to jump into some some stuff that we talked about last we're week. Just, we're just going to jump into it? Uh, yeah, I want to do it. Okay, like, like okay. just like a kickflip into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we're 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 ollieing onto the rail, doing a nose slide, then kick flipping into into this conversation. You know what? I don't see a, a, the untapped potential of a market. Diapered skateboarder vibes. I I think about it. I'm like, that's cute as, but I've never seen anything about it. Diaper skater girl. Yeah. Diaper skater. I want. I want. Or, it. I want to see it in this world. Boy. Yeah. He was a diaper No, no, boy. we can't. We can't. We can't. <laughs> Go. What, what do you want to talk about? What is it you want to talk about? We can't do this. Okay. Sorry. Um. <laughs> okay. So I last last week we talked about um some stuff going on with Capcom, and we yes. talked about some other conventions and stuff. Heck and yeah. And then I talked about how over the this past weekend we we were going to our own convention. Yeah. That we made like a little tiny get together, a little yeah. meetup that 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 we planned. And we did do that. And we it, did that. It, and I, it happened. I wanna, I wanna talk about that, obviously. But um, I also want to get into um, a few people messaged uh, us and sent Ooh. emails and stuff and saying, being like, basically, hey, it was really interesting to hear about like the how these small little gatherings can mm-hmm. mean more than going to this big cap thing. Okay, I will say this most recent one we went to definitely was more than any cap I've been to. Because of a lot of factors. And Cap's yes. still an amazing experience. Yep. They are different things. But this is 
this was more what I'm looking I was originally looking for out of cap when I first started going to cap continue yeah so um I want to talk a little bit about how we set this up what the costs and everything looked like I really want to like like pull away the curtains so okay you, you just want you can see the Sophie pulling all the mechanisms and like, <laughs> like weeping the really stressed of, the stressed out toddler crying on yes, the floor exactly <laughs> um pay no attention to the toddler crying on the floor um <laughs> but uh I I want to really explain to people how this came to be and how they can do stuff that's similar and okay. what, the, what the costs look like and what the um what the the means of yeah, doing yeah, so yeah. are and then after that I think we should talk about highlights and favorite parts of it so that we really sell people on how like how special a a smaller scale thing can be because i know there's still a lot of people who are upset that we only have one con a year and i'm gonna i'm gonna phrase it like that from now on i think yep okay so um <laughs> first question is like how did we start something like this well um small con which is what we just had it was it's it's sophie's meetup of littles con. <laughs> um and i i had a really good time planning this our our intention was for it to be holiday themed we wanted it to be snow days themed. yeah so we had a day that was um that decoration decor day decorating we, we day giving day ready. yeah yeah then we had our gifts day and gifts day was what you would expect and i'll explain that in a, in a minute and then um, we had our together day, which was um, actually it's funny because it's supposed to be just like spending time together. But mm -hmm. I think a lot of what we did was like little scenes and cleaning together and like yeah. actually tidying up and stuff. Anyway, we'll get to all that. Um, so uh, <laughs> how did we make this happen? Um, so SmallCon really derived from CasaCon, which you guys can listen to that episode. I think it was like 77 or something. I have no idea. Um, but basically a, a group of us got <laughs> together and we had a little uh, convention mm -hmm. um, at uh, Casa's house. We we it was pandemic -y times. Um, we we just missed each other. Yeah. So so we just kind of like, you know, what? I miss my friends. Let's figure out a meetup. We always plan to do a second CasaCon, um, in, and we, we had it planned for October, and I wound up, like, me and the, the Starling family, me mm -hmm. and Chloe and Pudding and Kimmy and stuff, we had um, a wedding to go to, and it wound up not happening and falling through, which was a big, big blow. So I said, okay, I'm going to take over. I, this was, I felt really responsible. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm going to take over. I'm going to plan a holiday one instead a few months later. So, um, since I took over, let me tell you a few things on, <laughs> on what, what I did. Um, the first thing you really have to consider is a venue. Um, and because this is a smaller group of people, we wound up with 17 individuals who attended. Yes. Which, that's, that's a lot of people. It was a lot of if, people. If we, I, I wouldn't recommend that size for your first time. We had experience with Casa Con, which was much less people. I think like, it was only like 14 I think it was only a few less people. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was way smaller. Okay, but yeah, um, that, that's a lot of people to manage. It was a lot of people, but um, I think it was a good number as well. But a anyway, lot, yeah. so what we did, we had 17 people, and what we did was we, we kind of mapped us all out on a map. And a lot of us are from the East Coast, and a lot of us are from the Midwest. And mm -hmm. then we have a few people who are from the West Coast. So the people from the West Coast wound up flying to the people in the Midwest. Yes. And then the people <laughs> in the Midwest wound up driving to a place between the Midwest and the East Coast. A nice, like, middle point in between everybody. Yeah, so... We, we tried to make it the most fair. It was about a six-hour drive for us, and I think it wound up taking more like seven and a half because of stops and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, we planned it for Thursday to Monday, so arrive Thursday evening and uh, leave Monday morning. 
And that's what we did. We left very early at like 9 a.m. on Thursday. Sure we wound did. up getting there at like 6 or something mm-hmm. on on um, on Thursday evening. Um, but we how did, how did we pick a place? Um, we did Airbnb. Uh, well, we, we checked the Airbnb and Airbnb like sites. Yeah. Um, I think we went, I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure what website we had ended up going with, but I think we did Airbnb. Um, on, on picking an Airbnb, that's gotta be like one of the first things you do. You, you, you've gotta leave yourself time to shop around with those things and find one that both fits your needs and has a good reputation. It, it, it can't be one of those last steps. It's gotta be like a first step. We wound up, um, getting... Uh, I'd say, actually, I'd say attendance sheet would be first, um, mm. just so you have a general idea of what numbers you're going for. Yeah, that, that's like, that's like, that's like just getting the ball rolling. Like, that's like very first thing. Yeah. Um, so then uh, we we looked at some places. We found probably like three or four places we really liked and things we were looking for. Um, big open spaces, um, like like big living rooms or, or things like that. Um, we wanted mm-hmm. multiple rooms. Uh a very important thing, a big kitchen that could feed a oh, lot yeah. of people. That was super important to us. Um, the other thing we were looking for was amount of beds. Uh, because we had we had 17 people. We were shopping for 17 beds. With variable bed sharing possibilities. Situations. <laughs> and then we, um, we wound up finding a place that is 18 beds. Mm-hmm. Um, not 18 beds, but eight, sleeps 18 people. Um, and then it had two futons, so it could technically sleep 20 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even then we still brought air mattresses in we, case exactly <laughs> we still brought two three air mattresses just in case people didn't want to and actually we did wind up setting one of the air mattresses up because yep. um one of the beds wasn't super comfortable and based sleeping on arrangements the sleeping shifted arrangements, for one night people had to be sleeping in certain places or with certain people or wanted to be in certain rooms with x person mm-hmm. and um there were only i think like four queen size beds and the rest were all twins so that was something else we had to juggle um Knowing that the people we went with were super adaptable helped a lot. Um, but getting to the nitty gritty of this, this place cost us about twenty two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and that is over the course of um, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. So it was a four night trip. Now, if you are like me, a baby without a lot of money, that's a really big and scary number, and you might immediately go, "Oh, okay, that's something I can never do," but uh, divided between many, many people, that number gets much, much smaller. So like, you can do the math, um, but $2,200 divided by 17 worked out to be about $130 a person. Which is much more palatable. <laughs> um, so this brings me to the next thing that we did. Um, a lot of people say Capcom is very expensive and they can't afford that ticket. And mm-hmm. that's totally fair. Um, we, we, the group we went with were people who we really liked and trusted. So we wound up doing this kind of like crowdfunding thing. Yep. Um, I would suggest for a group that does, isn't as personable, you might have a, a charity option where someone could buy two tickets. So another person could go, even if they don't know that person that allows people who don't have the means to still attend. Yep. Cause like not everybody's coming from the same financial situation. My $130 is not Sophie's $130 is is not like Kimmy's $130. It's it's different to different yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what we wound up doing for hours, because we all knew each other very well, and because I trusted the people that I, am, I, I was inviting to this thing, mm-hmm. um, I said, I am dividing this into 17 tickets. Um, 
The tickets are $130 each. You can pay for one or two or as many as you want or none at all. Mm -hmm. um, and people chose a spectrum of options from zero to like three. And yeah. it, it works really well. Um, I wound up being saddled at the end with two unpaid tickets, which I am covering out of my own pocket, which I am okay with. That was a choice that I made going in. I said, if, if people can't afford to pay this, that's okay. I'm going to take the rest. And actually, Kimmy told me afterward, like, I'm cool splitting that with you. So mm -hmm. I'm actually only paying for one extra ticket, which is fine because I, I would, if I was in the opposite situation, I am okay enough financially that I would have probably paid for two tickets anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so this really worked out. Um, that being said, uh, while we're still on costs, we we had gas. Um, That's the, a lot. The gas we pretty much divided between the people that went. And granted, the gas was not cheap, but um, once we were we have a we have a bus, so like we were driving a lot of people there so but that's a, it's like a big carpooling situation yeah a big carpooling situation and um i know that the east coast people who were driving uh to to the destination um wound up like taking some detours to pick each other up along the way mm -hmm. um, and they all filled their cars and we only had like a couple of cars for 17 people like it was not 17 or even like like half of that cars yep so the gas is definitely variable depending on how many people you're going with and how far away this venue is. Maybe this is just a few like minutes away. Like yeah. maybe you, you are doing an inner like city ones. So you might not have to pay as much in gas as we did. Um, the other big expense and actually the only expense because um, when, we, when we did Casa Con, we planned outings. Um, we planned... Uh, like we went to like an aquarium, like a, like a beach and yeah, stuff like we, that. Yeah, we had like... plans to do things. This one, um, oh, part of our location selection. We picked a place very isolated. Yes. A um, lot of woods around, a lot of like, you, you can't really get here from the main road. Um, the privacy was really, really, really nice. We really oh, appreciated yeah. it. We never contacted our uh, Airbnb people. Never they, saw another person. Yep, never <laughs> saw another person. We arrived. Um, we made two trips out. One trip was to get groceries. Of and, which there were many. Yeah, and another trip was to sort the, the trash situation, which the is... The Diaper Mountain. Just You could just call it Diaper Mountain. <laughs> well, I'll get to that because I think that came up as a bit of a problem. Um, but we only left the house really twice. Um, and we, we found that that whole stay inside, not planning events, not going out places was mm -hmm. actually really relaxing. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Like, uh, it, if you're planning your own con, and we said this, I think, on the Casa Con episode, don't over plan. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. The amount of outings that we planned for Casa Con, we, we went to like maybe two or three places total out of like maybe 10. Yeah. Um, and this time we planned no events and we wound up making our own as we went. Which was wonderful. Um, the next planning thing that I want to get into is food. Um, so like I said, we had one outing getting groceries. Groceries was $900. <laughs> um, yeah. And we, we bought too much. But even if we hadn't, we, we definitely still... overpurchased, which is, is fine. Um, but and, and we we went kind of excessive on some things, buying more expensive things than we needed to. Yeah. I don't think you need $900 to feed um, 17 people but, for a weekend. But you do need a, a chunk of cash that should be divided among your 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 people going yes yeah, so um in terms of food we wound up not including this with the ticket at all 
Um, this was something else afterward where we said, okay, it costs this much. Let's divide this by this amount. Um, Casa, who, who did the purchasing, wound up paying for um, wound up paying for half of the groceries because that's what he said he wanted to do, and we respected that. Um, so we divided the rest by the amount of people that were there and mm -hmm. said, if everyone pays this amount, then we will make up the, the food money for CASA. Um, and he said, if same with the tickets, if we do not pay it all back, that's okay. In this circumstance, the, the amount came to like $32 or something each, mm -hmm. which for four days of food is really cheap. Yeah. Um, Casa did wind up getting all of the money that he was asking for. Um, and I wound up paying more than that amount because I'm like, hey, like, I have the means. Yeah. And I'm assuming that someone else probably paid less or didn't pay at all because they I, were in that same situation. I didn't pay at all. I am broke right now until like my student oh, refund very, comes through. Awesome. There we go. Yeah. So Good example. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that, um, what is it? Uh, equity, not equality situation there. Like, yep. You're in a better financial situation than I am right now because I'm a broke student. And like same with Casa. The reason yeah. why Casa felt he he could do that is because he had the means to to pay for half the groceries. That's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and but we we really worked to make this inclusive because we understand that all of our friends were not all in that same situation. Uh, if you're doing this as a formal party munch kind of thing with people that you aren't as familiar with. You might need to make some hard rules of saying, well, this much is minimum. But I would say that having some kind of ticket system where someone can someone can pay for someone else, mm -hmm. um, that pay it forward thing, I, I, I guarantee you will come across at least one person in your group that will pay for another person in I, your group. Yeah, I want to stress uh, the more communal and like social you can make this, like the better, like the less... When you really get structuring, like, oh, this is what you are expected to pay. This is what you need to do. Like, that's, it's less friendly. I mm -hmm. think because things were less financially stressful on people, we were able to be closer and, and things were a lot more carefree at the, at the, the convention. Like, yeah, no, 100%. And it definitely depends on how close you are to these people. But yes. remember, this is a community thing. If you feel like you have the means to simply fund the entire thing yourself and that does not bother you, By do means, it. Like, yeah. like you don't need equality amongst your, your participants in order for this to be a, a fair, fun time. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, uh one of the, the problems we came up against, again, we overplanned. Um, <laughs> uh, the first time we did CASCON, we overplanned on events. This time we overplanned on food. Yeah. We, we scheduled, um, what, six different people to make meals who said, oh, I want to make this, I want to make that. And mm -hmm. we wound up having, like, we had, we had people signed up, like, for every meal of the day, like a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really didn't do that. <laughs> I, I will say if you're planning a, a convention meal, like a thing that everyone works together on to, to sit down and eat, and that is like a, a meal, have that only for dinner. And then buy enough snacks and um, staples, like just bread yeah. for sandwiches or lunch meats or... Um, anything like that and have that as a as a thing anyone can make so largely what happened was we are a diverse group of individuals my morning is not Kimmy's morning is not Casa's morning so like breakfast I missed out on a lot of these I breakfasts didn't go to a single nope. breakfast and thing. and then lunches like we, we made our the time between breakfast and lunch got really blurry it, yep. mm -hmm. and then these are such big meals people have to make the prep time 
is around when you do lunchtime. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like really, it's not possible to to make such big group meals every meal of the day. Rather, we did smaller meals. We did snacking. Oh, a great thing when you make these giant meals. Make, make extra, and then people can have the leftovers for breakfast and yep. lunch so the next day. So we did day. that with mac and cheese. <laughs> oh my gosh, I lived on that mac and cheese. The first day, we had a big thing of mac and cheese. And, um, I had four um, bowls of that. <laughs> yeah, and the, for the next, like, two days, we just would reheat it when we were hungry, and, and it was, yeah, that worked out really well. Yep. Anything that you can do leftovers for, do earlier in the weekend. Because um, then you can keep that rolling throughout the whole event. Yeah, uh, there might... I, be a question on how how long this event should be um i thought this was perfect there's there's you definitely don't want it to be one night oh no um prep time setting up getting everything organized picking rooms already you're a a whole that's going to take a whole day plus cleaning Mm -hmm. up and leaving and stuff i i wholly endorse more than one night there i i actually this is advice for all conventions not just like small groups or like like baby conventions but even like other kinds of conventions um if you've never been to a convention before you might underestimate the time it takes to get there and get settled and pack up and leave that's basically 12 hours and 12 hours in my experience so a whole day you should have an extra day tacked on to any convention you go to um just for the expectation that you're going to have a lot of breakdown and yeah we we had cleaning up the whole house and stuff when we were done um also when we got there we had to move furniture around we brought a like a playpen with us so oh, like, yeah we, we wound up setting up a playpen in one of the rooms but there was too much furniture in that room so we had to move things around we wanted everything to be as comfortable as possible and in the end we wound up with a room where you could like play trains and toys we wound up with a sitting room then we wound up with a playpen room mm-hmm. um, uh, playpen and tv room and like yes. yeah ultimately all of those rooms got used, which yep. is really cool. Yeah, no, I, I think that the size of this place was was really on point for how many people that we had. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, we've covered a lot of the financials on the what it looks like to set up something yeah. like this. So um, I want to talk a little bit about vetting. Um, oh, because vetting. I think okay, that yeah. that's a thing where I mean, even Capcom does vetting to make yep. sure that you you know you're gonna be a. a good safe person and not a bad like community member i have some thoughts on this okay um now we did this event with only our friends Um, people we have known for more than three years for the most part i would say of of all the people there i met two new people yep i same number for me Um, um the rest we knew and even even those two people were people that we had communicated with online before yeah. and were kind of intimately familiar with or people who are cross-vetted by at least like three other people that we know like they're cross-vetting is a really good yeah. thing because um oh that was another thing uh we we added people to this versus CasaCon. um so we wound up have we have our own discord server so we can communicate and talk and get to know each other mm-hmm. but also um, we said, hey, I want to invite this person. Um, is that okay? We need unanimous discussion on this. Yeah. We need every single that's, person to be okay really with that. That's really critical. And I even said, and people Unanimous know, comfort. Oof. Yes, people know this about me, um, but I'm, I'm a very impartial person. Um, so I said, hey, if you have a problem, you don't want to air this grievance out loud, or if you have a, a concern that you don't want to say out loud, DM me. Mm-hmm. I will go over it with you. I will bring it to other people and see how this looks. Um, but for all the new people that were added to this convention versus the other one, um, we we made sure every single person there said, yes, that is okay. That is acceptable for yep. me. Um, I 
I think this is so crazy important. Only do a, a getaway with people that you trust or people you trust really trust. I we, we did use the term cross-vetting. That is people that you personally have vetted, people who you know you can trust and you are comfortable with. If they really feel the same way about someone else, consider giving that person a chance. Consider expanding your circles and spaces and understanding. I It is, again, talk to people that know this person that you trust. Like Even if these people the people that you talk to aren't going to the convention, be like, hey, you know this person, what do you think of them? I do your homework on who you're gonna be spending a getaway with because like you want, safety is like the most important thing um, and comfort. Yeah, I will say that might not be possible in all circumstances, course, yeah. in which case you might have to have more rigid rules about things. We didn't even have like a camera rule. We, oh, took, yeah. we took pictures of each other and we all trust each other enough to know that we're not going to go posting those on the internet. I didn't even think of that. A, a camera rule? That's a great rule to have that we didn't implement. It's like Cap I, has stickers. You cannot you, you use can your camera. You can buy those stickers. You like can they're, buy them. They're you normal. can buy them online. Yeah, and it um, could be something to do. Like, um, Also, we all threw around real names a bit, but like name tags for your scene names. If you do not want to share real names, that's totally viable too. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of flexibility here. Um, I would just say, make sure that whatever it is you're doing, you feel safe and comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, the, the whole vetting process, I understand sometimes isn't going to be as simple as what we did here, which is basically just inviting our friends. It's important to know that the people you're going to be there with, are in small more intimate groups like that that aren't like cap which is massive and your general idea of vetting is probably very different to our idea of vetting mm -hmm. um just make sure that those people that you're with feel safe and comfortable and that you feel safe and comfortable um and that's that there's always a risk for stuff like this of people taking a picture you don't want or something Actually, like, there, that, that kind of came up. Like, there was someone ha had a picture they didn't really want. And it, they, they didn't mind the picture, but, like, the implications of it they didn't really like. And, like, we all talked and we're like, okay, that even though this was an internet-friendly picture, we're like, okay, well, then nobody shares that. Like, that'll just stay. Uh, we'll keep our context of it. And, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So another big thing when going to a thing like this, where you're going to be interacting with a lot of other people, if you don't know each other well, or even if you do, even if you know each other really, really well, um, knowing what people's limits are in advance is oh very gosh, important. Yes. When you are in a situation where- That's critical. I can't believe we didn't talk about that earlier. Okay, wow, yeah. When you're in a situation where you you're asked to do something or someone's like, hey, I want to do this with you or I want to do that with you. Um, a combination of almost like being a sub and not wanting to say no to people or bother people, but also combined with this idea of not wanting to miss out on a really interesting new experience. Mm -hmm. It might change your boundaries to the point of like, I will say yes to this, even though it's not something that outside of the context yeah. of being asked, I would ever say yes to. Um, and I know this might seem excessive to some people, 
but you really should know in advance what not even to ask people. I don't think that's excessive at all. I okay, like listen, it might seem excessive to people. I to me that's a baseline. Like I want to know someone's reds long beforehand. If I, someone, I want to be fifteen miles away from red. If someone <laughs> comes up and asks me, like, "Hey, I want to do this thing with you or something," I I am so likely to say yes to you because I'm a people pleaser and I want you to be happy yeah um that's why you you before a scene begins with someone you always have that pre-scene discussion of what your limits are because Mm -hmm. in the moment if someone says like oh i'm gonna push this limit i'm gonna push this boundary is that cool you're gonna be like well yeah because you're already in the scene having that context before you even begin anything is really important um and sometimes you say like okay well i can have that conversation before i have that scene with someone Mm -hmm. If it's not someone you know, if it's a stranger or if it's someone you're just getting to know, chances are um, just being in that space with them, to that's already too much pressure. That's too much of a power dynamic switch. Yeah. Like, so getting people's limits, their, their reds prior to even, even seeing each other in person, stepping into each other's physical space means that you get an idea of okay i know not to even bring this up if they want to bring it up they can always bring it up with you but you know never to bring up this specific kind of thing with them because you don't want to pressure them into doing something they don't want to do so sophie yeah i i i do know where you're going with this with this pit yeah so why don't you uh okay i'm just gonna hold on i'm gonna grab this rope I've unveiled the curtain. Why don't you tell everyone what I am now showing them behind this curtain that I have unveiled? All right. So <laughs> someone on our server um, has been working on a an app for something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, her name's Kiffy, and she's been working tirelessly on this thing for probably the better part of a month. And um, I, I've been trying to give my input and feedback in a way that isn't going to be like dismissive because I really, really, really love this app. Mm-hmm. Um, we did use this app for SmallCon. We all made a little um, a little list of what our greens and yellows and reds are. Like we like yep. this is yellows. Something. Hey, it's... you can ask me if I'm up for this. Reds. Don't even ask me about this. And greens. Yeah, like go for it. Maybe maybe mention it before you you do it. But like you, you can. I'll probably. These are the things I'm very, very likely to say yes yep. to. The the list. The app is Editart, a little themed list builder, and like that's that's it, and yep. it it works great. Um, the I, I want to actually give the URL for that. Okay, yeah. You you grab the URL. I'm gonna say a little bit more about it. It 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 was a fantastic way to to before anyone even met up with each other like at the convention officially scroll through and see and this is what i did immediately see everyone's reds i exactly i I didn't even pay attention to the greens or yellows but i went through every single person's reds i see like a red and it says oh don't do this and i'm like okay cool this person i know not to say this sort of thing Mm -hmm. around or do this sort of thing around i'm because i'm a very i I knew where i would be focused i really didn't look at people's yellows because I knew I wouldn't be pushing anyone's bounds this weekend. Like I, I, I'm not. You're, you're not exploring other relationships yes. so much as you are there for your own pre-established relationships and, and yeah, yeah, with your, your um, mommy. But I did immediately look at everybody's reds because like I want to be up to date on that. Like and hey, just because you once know someone's reds, don't assume in the future that you know you don't know what's changed. Like yep, hundred so, percent. Yeah. Um. I've actually had experience with this where I've been in a situation that I 
I had said before, I don't want to do this, but in the moment I have said yes to, and I felt very bad about it. I also know other people in this household have done the same thing. And I, I really try hard to avoid this exact situation yep. from happening. Okay. So what is that link? Okay. So the link is HTTPS colon slash slash. I don't know if it's necessary that I say that or not. Like I don't Sometimes I type something into a so. URL and it just, I don't, I don't know if it works. I don't. Anyway, okay. I don't anyway, know. You have that, that, <laughs> that, that preamble the for your web address. Okay. You know, the hittitipus. Yeah. So um, then the web address is babysitter hyphen card dot vercel that's v-e-r-c-e-l dot app or app um and this is also going to be in the description for the episode so you yes. can check it out um a problem we came up against when running this app was that the export feature isn't exactly great you can send people links to your your babysitter card um, which is what it's called. Mm -hmm. um, but the the problem is the links are very, very long and you can't turn them into pictures um, yeah. to put them into Discord. It, so is, it, is, it is still in progress, right? We're still like, working on yeah. it. We're, we're trying to find good ways of exporting. We're trying to find good color schemes and ways of, of making it user-friendly and accessible to people. Um, Basically, if you if you hit the edit button, this isn't super clear right now. But if you're if you're editing, you're adding different consents to your list. Um, there's a little uh, pencil on the right, or like a set of blocks, kind of. Yeah. Um, this changes it from like a drop down with pre uh, like entered options versus mm -hmm. a pencil where you can write in your own. Um, um, on my on my phone, it was default write in your own, and I had to click a thing to yeah, get the drop down. I think that's how it is. Yeah. Um, but it yeah. It is, once you really figure it out, it is a great way. What I did was go through the whole lists and find everything that was green, yellow, I, and that's red. That's what I did. I added everything. And then I self-entered the... stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it's yeah. it's really good. It was really helpful. It was hard to kind of make it into like a photo to, to put up on the thing. But this idea where you can just have a link or a image or a card of some kind of saying, mm -hmm. These are my greens, yellows, and reds. Pre These are, this, is, this is what I am. And it also has a field entry, so it says, like, intended for. So for ours, we said intended for small con. So this is a group thing. But you could also say intended for Chloe. This is Chloe. These are my limits with you specifically. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's it's something that even when you link it to someone else, you they can't edit it or anything. They have to look at what it is that you've given them. It's yep. like, a, like a view mode instead of an edit mode. Um but this app has been something that we've been working on for a while, and Kiffy's done an excellent job. You, what it is now compared to what it was is night and day, and we're still working to improve it and make it better. Um, because if this is something that people can use in the community, that's the goal. Um, Kiffy said that her goal here was that she really wanted to make sure that she was giving something the community yes. could use. By build, building a thing that was going to be useful for people. I am definitely going to use this for um, Cap. Honestly, one thing I kind of want to do, I don't know if I do, but I really like the idea of printing these out and having like a, like a quick card and being like, oh yeah, this 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 is my, my, my this is like me a, on a little card. There's like a print friendly version right now, but that print friendly version is more like a page instead of like a card. And mm. I know that she's trying to also work on the print friendly versions, having like the proper color background so you don't waste a ton of ink. Anyway. It's still a work in progress. I wholly advise you check this out, share it with friends. Um, and if you have any thoughts or suggestions on it, um, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Where? Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. <laughs> and then you could just 
there's a, we have a, a channel a right now, so yeah. you can um, tell Kiffy what your thoughts and feelings are on this. Okay. I think, is there anything else uh, that you can think of right now about organizing one of these events that you'd like to, to share with people? Um, yes. Okay. There's one more thing that I really, really, really want to touch upon. Um, actually, there's two. Uh, the first one is the concept of an event. Uh, at Capcom, there's a schedule. There's like, oh, at 2.30, you can go to the usual about live or something like that. That's not the time. That's not we, the we time. Don't know the we time don't know the time yet. Time. Don't, 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 don't um, go at 2.30 and an think example. that. Don't listen to just this episode. Go to Capcom and show up at 2.30. No, please. Um, <laughs> but but it's... Well, I didn't even give a day or anything. Um, okay, but... Every day. <laughs> every day at 2.30. Cool. Um, so... Th- this obviously wasn't scheduled. We we didn't plan any events save for one, mm-hmm. um, because this was a a a holiday themed thing. Um, we had uh, our we had days for each thing. So yep. decoration day was literally we I think we made stockings. Yeah, um, we, we made stockings. We we came up with creative ways to put up like oh like we fairy the, lights. Yeah, we did the fairy lights. We did um, the um the we, tree. We, we put around other various religious things. We had like we had like several denominations and our non-denominational the whole, thing. The whole house we we tried to decorate. We had like the the garland and the yeah. lights going down yep. the staircase yep. and stuff. Um, for those like peak little vibes, uh, I I covered a chandelier in Christmas ornaments and candy canes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was it was an amazing fun time. But um, other than saying in the chat, "Hey, I'm bringing stockings for us to do," yeah, we, we didn't plan that. We nope. we just knew that that was going to be something we eventually did. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one, uh, gift day, and this is the one I really want to emphasize. Yeah, we were trying to figure out how to do gifts for littles but part of if if you guys know snow days by now part of gifts day is being stress-free how are you supposed to buy gifts for what we probably had 10 littles participating Uh more like some sort of like 12 um and how how do you give gifts to these people without stressing about it um the way that i wound up planning it and organizing it is extremely similar to my ticket system where it's bring whatever you want um and uh people brought a lot of whatever they wanted (laughs) yep so this ranges from all the way from like little dollar store trinkets like little little fidget toys or like um all the way up to like like fifty dollar model kits and oh my gosh i'm so excited for mine i know (laughs) me too uh but like we had this huge range of like the the goal was we want gifts to open. That was the number one thing mm-hmm. we want to open as many things as possible. Does not matter if they're big or small. Does not matter if they're expensive or cheap. We want as many gifts as possible to open up. Because this is snow days, and we wound up with a uh, hundred and. 27 I think which is a messed up and number and that's not even including <laughs> the stockings and not even including our slugs um slugs <laughs> slugs uh that's that's a whole other thing we anyway. can't even get into it we don't have time <laughs> but um just know that slugs are a thing yeah so um we had a lot of gifts to open and um how, how did we orchestrate this uh my mommy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're going to give a lot of credit to Liv and the other bigs um, because, wow, um, I'll, I'll get to that. But basically, I told everyone, bring whatever you can. Um, if you can't afford a lot, bring small gifts. If you can afford a lot, bring big gifts or bring a lot of gifts. 
basically there are 10 littles. If everyone brings 10 gifts, then that means we're going to have a hundred gifts and then everyone's going to get 10 gifts. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I said, if everyone brings five, then everyone gets five. So it's like the idea of go to the store, buy what it is that you would want and yep. then bring it. Um, and this worked out very well. Yeah. We as, as a household, all, all of us, we went to the store and we spent a lot of money just getting a ton of gifts for people. Because Several dollar like bucks. <laughs> Our goal was 10 each. Um, and I think we, we hit that maybe even a little more. Yep. Um, and, uh, we, we did spend a huge range from like literally a dollar to like $40 or something. Um, and we got very, very baby toys. We got some things that were, um, a little bit more uh, like playful or like adult, adults, the wrong word, but like a, like we our model kit. Yeah. More got. advanced gifts. More advanced. Yeah. Um, and the goal was that these could roughly go to anyone and it wouldn't be a big deal. Uh, if you had someone in specifically in mind, you could just write their name on the package. So, um, ultimately, I, I think Casa brought like 40 gifts. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And we brought a lot. So altogether, we ended up with a lot of gifts. Yeah. And I have to say... It was really cool. It was incredible. I, the idea of going downstairs, opening up these gifts, knowing a lot of them are just like these fun little things. And like, okay, we one of the things we got were these um, little Lego bracelets. Yes. And the Lego bracelets, uh, like I think five or six people got one. Mm -hmm. So we all came together and pooled the pieces together so we could fumble and play with them and like put them together. Yeah. And, and like make our own things. And this is the kind of toy that like, I don't even think I'll ever wear again. But the experience. But the fun of opening it up, playing with Legos with my friends mm -hmm. that day was so cool. I, I have to say, also, having just, just being given generic little gifts is not something that happens often. Like, I, I got this really baby train toy. It's yeah, like, it's yeah, like uh -huh. a shapes and blocks train toy thing. I would never buy this for myself and no one would ever buy this for me because usually I'm, I, I play a little bigger when I'm little. I love this freaking thing. I, I love this little train. I got so baby playing with it. It is something that just would, would never be in my possession without, without, um, gifts day. And like I, the, the opportunity for the unexpected was just so high. Um, the surprise for things was great. Uh, we, we did this by either, um, so you might be asking, well, how do you sort these gifts to make sure everyone gets the right amount? My mommy. That's where Chloe's <laughs> mommy and the other bigs came in because they, they worked for hours, probably four or five hours probably, wrapping. Probably way too long. Wrapping <laughs> gifts and labeling them and giving them to, assigning them to people based on what they were and who would like what. It was and a bigger burden than intended. It was incredible, but um, they did so much work for us. I think next year what we're going to do is we're going to do a system where we, we wrap them ourselves, but take pictures of them so oh. people know what, what's in them because pre-wrapping wasn't a good tactic yeah. because certain things we, we weren't sure what was in them. We could do like a gift A is this picture. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, they assigned everyone. So we all got the same amount of gifts. I think we all got 12 gifts or something. 
Um, and uh, they, they made sure that everyone, it seemed fair, everyone would be happy. And the amount of work and love and care they put into that was astounding to me. Absolutely. But additionally, I've heard from multiple bigs that that was some of their favorite times during the whole con is just sitting in a group with other bigs and being able to have a conversation with other bigs about other big things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like talking about their littles and talking about experiences with their littles. And yeah, people are like, that was, that was my favorite part because it was just, it was such a, a a caregivery experience. Yeah, me. it's it's a I think it's a really unique experience. Like a, a, another thing you can't normally have. Yeah, so bigs aren't always there to just facilitate the littles, but like giving them time together alone was was that they they loved it, and I never even thought about that. But you know, it it makes sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So that was our gift day and how we organized it, and it worked really really well. And honestly, very. Um, restorative to me and being able to re-experience the joy of coming down on Christmas morning and opening up a big pile of presents and just playing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I, I never get that anymore. Even even on Christmas here with the, the my family. Yeah, we have with, our own traditions we have that, our are, own that are things. different than that. But most of the gifts we get each other really aren't baby. They're usually like something related to like D&D it's or like a uh, hobby or a game I, we like. If, if you, if somebody got me that train toy on normal Christmas, I'd be like, oh, cool. Because, like... It's the energy. It's the energy of the yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I, I expect, and this is our fault, a more personal gift. We we, we, we have cultivated that kind of thing. It, the mm. Being able to get an impersonal baby gift was such a yeah. different experience. It, it was a, it, yeah. It was a very unique thing that I think that adults don't get the luxury of anymore. Absolutely. Um, and the last big thing I think we organized was just cleaning. Um, <laughs> I will say yes. that it's good to tidy and clean up as you go and everyone should take care of their own messes. And like, I mean, well, you know, that's relative in this context, <laughs> but um, you, you should up. pick up after yourself and stuff like that. But at the end of everything, we all said at this time, everyone is going to clean together. And, and we did. And it was it was great having each other's help because we're all good at different things. Mm-hmm. I was good at organizing. Okay, you do this. Okay, we're going to move this over here. Yeah. And Lyra then, was great at like, hey, we need to, we're going to, we're going to do this room by room. And that room is going to be spotless. And then this room connecting people, to it is spotless. And then we're going to work our way that way. Some people operate well running around. Some people operate well standing in one spot. Like, mm-hmm. One person just stayed and cleaned the kitchen the whole time. Yeah. Um, we all worked very well together and you leveraged each other's strengths yep. um, to really clean up. Um, and yeah, so I think uh, everyone cleaning together, like setting a time uh, near the end of things for everyone to really pitch in really helps. And hey, strong suggestion for me personally, after you all have done your big clean, Go back to doing your 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 activities like like, like go go be baby and we, like that's your reward. Yeah, for we didn't break up job. the playpen. It we, was not the end of the event. It was no, like a, it was like the night before to make sure that everything was tidied and put away properly. Mm-hmm. But we still left the baby stuff out so we could play. We for went the rest back of the to night. watching Bluey and playing in the playpen after we, that. We watched a hundred and fifteen <laughs> episodes of Bluey. We can't even. I finished start the to get whole into show. That. Um, okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, the last thing I really want to talk about is decorum. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes you a good person to invite to these 
cons Ooh, and these okay. lunches and these parties. What makes you good at it? I, I have a thing to say about it. Um, okay, go ahead. Oh, okay. The most important thing, I, I can't stress this enough, is is rigid consent adherence. We We had a scene that involved almost everybody there, and I don't think I've heard the word are you still green more times in my life ever? It was said by, I think, everybody at that at that scene, like, dozens of times. I, I, there were yellows thrown around. There was a red thrown around. Like, oh, the, the rigid adherence to consent was amazing. And I, I, I know from that moment, I can trust everybody there with me as, like, a, a kink player forever. Like, it, it was so impressive and... I not everybody is as consent focused as they should be. Now, part of not having any events isn't that we didn't do any events. We mm -hmm. actually did quite a few little tiny personal events. Um, and a lot of them were public scenes, like things that yeah. we did in front of everyone. We had a public spanking. We had a public like forced diapering. Yep. Um, and this was we something. We had a rope lesson. Like... Oh, yeah. We had rope stuff. Um, I want to say that these things came to be not by planning or organizing them or anything, but someone said, hey, I want to do this. Is everyone okay with that? And who wants to participate? Mm -hmm. And who am I, who are, who are you comfortable participating yep. with? And, and from there, scene planning happened. Like, obviously, there was scene planning. Yes, but no, for sure. It, it wasn't pre-pre-planning. Yeah, this wasn't an event that, that happened, but this was like a thing that we organized on the spot. And it was organized because someone said... Hey guys, I really want this. And it wasn't even it wasn't even it wasn't even to the degree of big scenes. One person said, Hey guys, I really would like if someone would brush my hair. Does someone feel up to that? Mm -hmm. And like then that happened. Yeah. Um The idea of consent is twofold, and this comes from something that Casa said early in the weekend that stuck with me on like a very personal level. Oh really? He said, um he said if you guys need anything from me, what I really, really, really need you to do is come to me and ask. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And everyone, and he, yeah, everyone was assuming he was going to say, like, oh, if you need something from me, like, please give me some time or alone time. Or yeah. Whatever. No. no. <laughs> he said, he said, I am constantly feeling like I need to be doing something that I need to be helping. Mm -hmm. And it makes it, it really helps me if if you need something from me, you will come and ask me for it yep that way i don't have to worry about all the other times. he doesn't have to worry about what people aren't asking of him and speaking as a therapist i want to say that that should be how the world functions normally um but there's a lot of reasons why people don't ask yeah. and i guarantee there are people who went to this con and were too nervous or too embarrassed to ask for a scene that they wanted mm -hmm. and that's okay i actually know there are like <laughs> I, I i know that that happened with some people um so levels of consent here one is being informed um this is the idea of of casa coming up and saying hey this is what i need from you can mm -hmm. you do that um but this is also someone came up to us during the weekend and also said hey i want to do this forest diapering thing do you think you would could help oh, like bully oh, me oh they they came up to every person at the every con. single person individually and asked if one if they were okay with it and two if if they wanted to participate and here comes another critical part of decorum. 
they got rejected by a lot of people. Oh, that that's I said mm -hmm. two things. The first one is <laughs> yeah, informed. Yeah. The second one is the ability to hear them say no. And a lot of people said yes. A lot of people said no, and they were fine with that. Like they, it was it was expected okay, to example, get the word no. For example, Chloe doesn't like naked stuff. Yep. Like it's, it makes her really uncomfortable. And obviously, when diapering someone, they have to be naked. So I participated in the forced part of the diaper, and then she left the room. And she knew all this because it had been talked about beforehand. And Thoroughly. Was, yep. And we <laughs> had a, a strategy. We had consent. Everything was okay. Um, but the ability to say no is very important. If you ever ask something. And I only gave a maybe to even participating in the scene and I warmed up to it over time, but like... Yeah, so people are nervous about asking for things. Like, you don't want to be a burden on someone. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you right now, you aren't a burden if, one, you can give them all the information and, two, accept if they say no. And actually, not even just accept if they say no, encourage it. Yeah, expect say, expect it. Have it... Have it right there next to yes in your expectations. Not, yeah, like not, yes, exactly. Have it ex identical with yes in your expectations. Mm -hmm. When you go up to someone, you should be able to say, um, hey, can you do this thing? It's okay if you can't. I yep. understand. Please don't the, feel the forced. The person of the scene. I want you to, to uh, like, this has to be an enthusiastic thing. Do you want it? If not, that's okay. And the other flip side of this is if you are the person that is asking and someone does say no, it is not an affront to you it has nothing to do with you very likely like chloe saying yeah. no had nothing to do with the person asking I, she's just uncomfortable with certain certain things yeah i i, I didn't know if i'd become ugh. i am weird about physical contact i love it and i also want space so i was i wasn't sure if i want to do this for scene and ultimately i really did want to do it but i the person who asked me left me a lot of room for no and maybe and that was fine with them i said maybe leaning yes and they're like okay I'll, I'll check in later and later was like another day i was like i don't know if i have the spoons for today I'm like, oh no not today i'm planning i'm getting consent for a scene to happen on another day and i'm like oh okay yeah it's lots of time to think about it yep oh, i felt um, so good I, I felt so informed yep don't i felt put, like i had autonomy <laughs> <laughs> don't put people on the spot when asking for things but I understand the disappointment if someone says no to something. Yeah. I get it. And that's that's totally fair. And you're allowed to be disappointed. But don't let that disappointment be a, a, a method of guilting them. Mm -hmm. You can even say, oh, well, like, that sucks. I really wanted to. But, you know, there's other times. Or maybe this isn't good for you. Or um, is there anything you are comfortable with, with doing? Or, like... If, if you allow them the space to participate in this negotiation, because that's what you're doing, you're negotiating. And mm -hmm. if you don't allow them to participate in it, they're going to feel closed and enforced and they're not going to like you. Yeah. Um, I... Allowing them space is allows them to interject and say, well, no, I'm not comfortable with changing your diaper. But if you want me to like brush your hair or something or um maybe after the scene's over do you want to like play this game with me or like yeah. i can play trains or something like structure structure the the communications in a way that not only yes and no aren't your only answers but both of them are equally acceptable yeah i i actually had i got a no on something and i, I just remembered it. it wasn't a big deal to me but okay i'm gonna things were winding down and i was feeling a lot of emotions on that last day after cleaning yep, about wanting things to go a certain way. I wanted more little time. I didn't want things to just be over. And one of the littles was in adult clothes and they had a diaper on underneath, but like they talked about, Oh, maybe I'll strip 
change just in a diaper and like a like my t-shirt afterwards i was like okay cool and we were i was in the playpen and i was like oh hey little take your adult clothes off and they were like, uh no i don't really want to i think and my first motion was oh but I want, I want the little stuff to but continue. I want, I want, I it. want, I, I want. want it. Yeah. And then, but what came out of my mouth is okay, because <laughs> I was like, why? I, I should just allow them. I accept the no. Like they don't, they're not comfortable with it right now. I shouldn't push them on it. Like I should just give them, even though this is something that I have a giant bundle of feelings on. Like I, I should, I just have to let them have. I have to accept the no. I have to allow them the space to tell me no. I don't feel like doing that actually. For sure. And. I feel really good about it. Like I, I feel great about how that interaction went. I, I now know that that person feels comfortable enough to say no, and that I, as a person, don't have to press them on it. And that feels really good. Hey, practicing saying no with new people is so important. And honestly, you should even say, go up to someone and be like, "Hey, I'm going to ask you for a thing. Um, say no to me." Like just practice saying no. <laughs> yeah. Or, or even like, like not even in a playful way. Like if you want to do a scene with someone, maybe earlier in the day, be like, oh, hey, do you want this for dinner? And they're like, oh yeah, that's good. And then you could be like, okay, what's something you don't want for dinner? And they're like, oh, I don't want fish for dinner. And it's like, okay, <laughs> do you want fish for dinner? And they'll be like, no. No. And it's like, then you'd be good. <laughs> be like, thank you for saying no. Oh man, that's another thing. Thank people if they say no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank people for having the ability and the comfort to to be able to say no, thank them for voicing their feelings. I, oh, I, it's something, it's a habit I'm getting into of thanking people for telling me how they feel because sometimes you can just live in a, think you live in a world where people are all telling you how they feel, but that's not true. People are crazy. Everybody's crazy. <laughs> if someone feels comfortable enough to tell you how they actually feel and just give you like a no, then thank them. Yep. Oh. Um, this is something that I'm personally working on with my therapist and stuff because i'm again i said this earlier in the this, the, this conversation not great at saying no um so this was a uh yeah yeah this this was this was a hard thing for me to wrap my head around and i'm still getting used to it but i am getting to the point of oh another thing is if you really might if, if you're excited for something but you just can't right now um rain check like my my therapist taught me this and um it's just like Sometimes someone will be like, hey, do you want to go to this concert with me? And I'll be like, I have no energy. I really want to spend the night at home alone. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want them to not ever ask me to go to a concert again. Because I'm that's what I'm worried about. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to go to this right now. But I, I do want them to ask me again later. I yeah, want, you want, the next you want. time a concert comes up, I want to be invited. Mm -hmm. So my therapist taught me to just say rain check. And that I have expressed to my friends my friends and family like when i say rain check it means i am enthusiastic about it but i but can't do it at time. that moment um yes but not this time yes uh now um on the the topic of decorum but uh, aside from consent um you need to just be nice to people and not cause drama and be helpful i don't know if anyone will believe me when i say this but there was no interpersonal drama at this convention at all. Yeah. Like, and granted, there were like arguments and disagreements. Yeah. But like, individual, like, like, like couples had like little, like, you know, coupley things, but like, there was no big melodrama, dramatic thing. And nothing oh my gosh, big we had, happened. And because it's a little common, people are emotionally vulnerable. 
a lot of people cried. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just maybe, maybe uh, just under half of the people who attended this at some point in the weekend cried. Mm-hmm. Including myself. Because... Sometimes you just get overwhelmed or you get upset about something or something doesn't go your way and that's okay. But it's important to remember like, okay, this is a part of things. If someone is sad or crying, support them in a way that you're comfortable. Like um, Kimmy was sad about something and I went up to her and I was like, oh, hey, are you okay? And she said, no. And I didn't have the spoons to, to help or anything. And I, I honestly didn't even think I could. Uh, one time I even asked like, hey, can I help? And she said, no. Um, but I said, can I give you a hug? Would that help? And she said, no. And I said, okay. And I gave her head pats and I said, you're a good girl. And then I left. Yeah. Because I didn't have the spoons to sit down and have a a long conversation with her about what's bothering her and everything. But I wanted her to know I was supportive and I was here if she needed me and that I loved her. Absolutely. Um, And just make sure that the people that you're going to these things with, treat them with respect. If someone is sad, just be like, hey, you okay? Like, even if you can't handle something in that moment, be like, hey, I, I can't really help this problem. But, you know, um, I, I'm like, I, 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 I really want you to have a good time. I hope you have a good time. Absolutely. It's not your responsibility to make other people have a good time. Um, but just be kind and respectful. On the flip side of that, don't be the one that starts drama or causes Please drama. Please don't. <laughs> um, again, it's a vulnerable space. It's a little space. Everyone is... is already on the edge of this yeah. this cliff i have a, a bit of advice on that but continue if something's bothering you take a second and verbalize it in a way that's constructive i have conversations all the time with my roommates where i say i'm really upset i don't even know why i'm upset but i'm so upset and they help mm-hmm. me work through it or i'll say I did this thing and this thing happened and I'm so upset about it and I know it's stupid and I know it means nothing and I I don't know why this is upsetting me so much, but I'm so upset about it. And they'll be like, oh, okay, like, you're right. That is stupid and there's no reason to be upset, but also you're upset. So like, what can we do to help? How can we make you feel better? For sure. And if someone upsets you or hurts your feelings, don't, don't be like, oh, you hurt my feelings, but say like, hey, that thing that you said kind of upset me. Um, you probably didn't mean it the way that I took it, but like, I just wanted to let you know, so to make sure that this, like, to make sure that we're, we're okay moving forward. For sure. Your goal should always be to come back to homeostasis, to, to find your center and to go back to having a good time. And if your goal is ever to not be having a good time, if it is to start problems or to, to make everything about you or anything like that, reframe what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Look at what you're doing. Okay, I have uh, a final piece of advice on both that and like going to events in general. Yeah, please. Now, this is a a Chloe problem. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know know what this is going to be. Do you? Yeah. Uh, Do you want to make a bet on that? (laughs) I know what this is, Chloe. Okay. When you're going to an event, you might have an image of what you want it to look like. You might have like this idealistic, like this this picture in your head of what's going to happen and what you want to happen and what you think it'll look like. And my advice to you is enjoy that. And then when you get there, crumple it up and throw it away. <laughs> don't don't exist in your head in what you want things to look like. Exist in the moment and what things actually look like. I have spent many con- conventions in the past like trying to recreate memories from old ones or trying to make some specific event happen. 
and I've missed out on a lot of fun and things in the moment because of that. I, I don't do that anymore. I I remember <laughs> we went to an anime convention and is this um, what you thought I would say? Yes, one hundred percent. And um, I came out of the bathroom. This is what actually helped me change and but yeah you were like i'm having such a bad time and you were like really kind of putting a lot of that emotional burden on me and i was mm -hmm. having a pretty good time and you were like i'm having such a bad time we're not like, doing no, this, no this. one's doing yeah. this and we're supposed to be doing this we did this Ugh, last year oh. and i looked at you and i said chloe you're making yourself have a bad time yeah you're doing this to yourself y your your expectations of what this is are not going to line up with what happened in the past they what what you're hoping for to achieve will not be an achievable goal even mm -hmm. if you do get there it will be through some sort of path or route that you don't expect yeah and i i said chloe you're doing this to yourself you're making yourself miserable and you said to me well no i'm not like everyone feels this way and i looked at you and i said Chloe, I'm having a really good time and you're really bringing me down right yeah. now. <laughs> I, oh, I spent an entire con day stewing over that and ruminating on that. And I came out to the end of it and I'm like, I'm just living in the past every single convention. I'm trying, I'm always trying to replicate what happened the year before. And I'm yep. like, but I'm not, I'm not in this year. I'm not here for it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I do this all the time. I... Expectations I, are great motivational tools. They're things yes. that allow you to anticipate the future. Um, expectations are really good for dodging out of things that could harm you. Um, and they're good for getting you excited about stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you have expectations about the present moment that are not being satisfied, the, the thing that I, I like to say to people is you sh there's nothing that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. if, if you're trying to be in the moment, if you're trying to be present, and if you're trying to have fun... There's nothing you should be doing. There's yes. no expectation, obligation that is not self-imposed. Nowadays, I take a, a, I've reframed things. I, instead of having a, oh, I'm going to do this at this event, I'm, I have a, I would like to do this at this event list. And if I don't hit any of them, then that's fine. Hey, to put this in like, what, go ahead. This, every time we go to like Capcom, I have an idea of, oh, I'd love for these things to happen. Almost none of them yep. do. But I always have an amazing time. Yep. I, to put this in like a baby perspective, if you really want to play with someone, if you really want a specific scene to happen, if you're really sad that, that this person's ignoring you or doing something or not behaving in a way you expected, try and try and re reframe things. Live in the moment. Think about what has happened, what is happening, what can still happen. Get rid of all those preconceptions and live in the present and shift your perspective. Because it, it helped me so much. Everyone who has not been to Capcom, I'm sure you have ideas on what Capcom is like. And maybe you're going to Capcom this year. Maybe you're not. I guarantee you're wrong. <laughs> I guarantee you're wrong. It's not what you think. It's Even never been. We can be as descriptive as we want, but all of our experiences are personal and they are, they are our own. And they're through our lens. There's no way that we can convey to you what your experience will be like because your experience will be your experience. Yep. So don't, don't rely on your expectations to have a good time. One final note on small con in general, and I know this is a personal fear. And I hope it fits into this expectations talk. I have a lot of friends that did not come to this or yes. were not invited. It has literally nothing to do with the people I did not invite. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. had talked about a few different things about inviting X person or wanting so-and-so to come. And we didn't for a 
series of reasons, a lot of which fell down onto time, travel, cost, and like making the venue that we had work for us. Yep. This, I, I know this is a personal fear and I hope everyone listening who, who considers themselves my friend understands you not being invited to this was not about you in any way. I still appreciate our friendship and I would love to probably hang out and do like literally stuff at, at a convention or mm-hmm. if we can ever meet up or something like that. Super. My, 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 I was, I was inundated with a myriad of different variables. The, the highest tier of which was pure anxiety about <laughs> the amount of people coming. And I was yes. afraid to add more. We, it, it's, it, it is not possible for everybody to go to one event because then you have Capcom. <laughs> Almost every single person we added to this con that was not at CasaCon is because they are play partners or f- like um, like little family members yeah. with other people who are already going. It, it was not an arbitrary like like in in list an in group list. It was th- there was a lot going on. The only person that we added that we invited was Robin, mm-hmm. and that is because. I have spent both little and not little time with Robin in excess over the past year. Yep. And so has half the people, if not more, at uh, SmallCon yep. already. So please, please understand this is not a reflection of you. And if you were ever not invited to a munch or ever unable to go to a party, or even if you can't afford a ticket to Capcom, it is not a personal slight against you. For sure. <sighs> okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's been, we're, we're pretty over on time. I really hope that we've made, made making an event and doing an event like this seem more realistic and possible and, and feasible for people. And given people ideas on how to act and how to go about conventions like yes. this in a safe and healthy <laughs> way for everyone involved. I really, I really hope so. I, we have to end the episode. But we don't have a bet. We don't have so, a bet. I think we should say our favorite thing that happened at SmallCon. Okay. And have a vote and see which one people identify more with. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like like what, what one like what what experience do you wish you also had? Or or could experience like yeah, in like, the future. Yes, that you want to experience in the future. Or which maybe one, even just like, ones that you have experienced that you're like, yeah, that was an amazing time or whatever. <laughs> just like what one clicked with you? What what moment at this convention connected with you? Okay. All right. Okay. I, I definitely know mine, so I, I, I like this. Okay. Um, you can go first. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm, I'm going to be swinging out of the gate really hard. Yeah, go do it. Okay. So... Wait, I won't go first. Oh. Oh. Hi, Kimmy. Hi, hi, Kimmy. Yours is probably better than mine. Okay, wait. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to start right there. There is not a better here. It was an amazing experience, and everyone's memories are cherished, I'm special actually, memories. I already have an idea of what yours is. I have no idea what Kimmy says. I have so no idea what Kimmy says. Yeah, Kimmy can go first. Okay, yeah. I'm okay. actually really curious. Knock it out, sweetie. Okay. Um, Favorite part of Small Gun? Mine's kind of bittersweet. Um... My favorite toy in the whole world is marbles. Yes. Yes, I, I, I got you more marbles. <laughs> and Chloe got me marbles for Christmas. And I hadn't got it to play with them yet. 
This is like for people listening. This isn't just like we got her a bag of marbles. Oh, she's like, no. I roll the marbles. This is fun for me. <laughs> no, she's got like this whole marble run place it's, that thing. We're getting to the point where I could call it a cityscape. Yeah. <laughs> I've got three sets now. Yeah. So, um, favorite favorite moment. And um, I have a lot of trouble um, as a little when I'm actually little not when i'm like not when you're like bouncing bratty, around bratty playful when bratty, you're little 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 kimmy is actually not like big kimmy at all that's true i'm very um timid and quiet and i always think that nobody likes me i think a lot of people uh struggle with that yeah um so marbles are my favorite toy and I always wander off by myself to play with toys because I think nobody else wants to play with me and that happened several times at small con and it's nobody's fault um, it's my mental illness. It's my trauma. Yeah, we um we talked a little bit earlier about like how to ask people for things and mm-hmm. invite people to things. So yeah, definitely, it's it's a learned thing. It's it's not something people are just good at. It's it's also like a constant struggle. I don't know if I'm ever going to get better at it because it has a lot to do with how I was treated when I was young. Mm-hmm. But I wandered off and I started playing with my marbles, which is always fun when you open a new toy for the first time. Yes, I, I hope you enjoyed the, the new set. I really did. Because one of my favorite moments was when I put all the sets together and the new set you got me wasn't the same as the other sets. I was so upset. It was, <laughs> it was bigger, so you couldn't connect them together. The other sets tubes would just go straight through the the tubes Mm -hmm. of the new one and so um one of my favorite parts was putting them together and having a ramp that went from one to the other (laughs) Uh, but my the reason it's one of my favorites is i do this when i'm sad yes and lonely and it's really easy for me to get lonely when there's lots of people around. I I also think that's a common sentiment, being alone in a crowd. Yeah, it's my least favorite thing in the whole world. It's very upsetting to me. So why was this your favorite moment? Because when I finished building, everybody came and looked at it and said how cool it was. Because <laughs> it was crazy. It was, it was so okay. big. You guys maybe aren't picturing this. When I say like a... Oh, we had like a big square table. Think like a coffee table. It was a rectangle, and, Chloe. Yeah, okay. yeah Chloe. Learn yeah, yeah, your shapes, yeah, okay, Chloe. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> um, but Kimmy had covered this entire thing with at least like three or four skyscraper marble contraptions. It was taller than me. It was way taller than you. <laughs> It was crazy looking. And I want everyone to know when she says like a ramp that goes from one to the other, she means like... Like a jump ramp. It's like a jump ramp. It like jettisons the marble (laughs) down, launches it into the air and falls into like a... A a, a a spiral. Yeah, a a funnel. Funnel. I I had to 
um, place the spinning part in, like, it took me, like, I don't know, like, 30 or 40 tries <laughs> to get it in just the right spot. Where, it, like, randomness meant it would still always wind up in? Yeah, well, like, most of the time. <laughs> okay, like, an 80%? <laughs> like, 90%. Oh, that's, that's really good. That's, yeah, got good statistical variance there. <laughs> and, um... So everyone came around and, and was like like freaking out over it? Yeah, and then the other people played with the thing that I built and yes. had fun with the yes. thing that I built. And that's the part that means the most to me. Because um, I build them when I'm by myself. I build them when I'm sad. Mm -hmm. and It's like a, like a, a lonely kind of toy. Like it is you doing your best to still feel like literally, right? Well, even though you're feeling... You know. Well, no, it's when I'm literally, I feel compelled to build things. Okay, yeah, I, I see, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but when everybody was playing with it, uh, I knew that they loved me. Absolutely. Everyone there loved you, and everyone here loved you, and everyone listening to this loves you. That's, so, that's my declaration. Yes, every single person. <laughs> if you're listening to this, good job. You automatically love Kimmy. Unless Sorry, you're shaming me. No, even then. Yeah. Yes, we shame out of love, Kimmy. <laughs> um, okay, so not to trivialize that entire story, but in summary, um, your favorite thing was getting some attention for something that you did or made. Yeah. The attention and affection of uh, those around you. Mm -hmm. I'd say your peers, but... <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's bigger than me. That, that's especially true. on snow morning. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. She was... She, she was... Uh, uh, can't even turn herself over infant for for gifts, gifts day. Yeah, I was in my huggy jacket. <laughs> and I got laid on the couch. And then everybody cooed over me like I was a tiny baby. And that's I watched true. all the bigger kids open their presents. And then they would, like, shake them at me and, like, show me the toys. and like. I fed you Pocky. Yeah, you fed me Pocky. <laughs> okay. All right, Chloe. All right. Go ahead. Mine is... Uh, I, I would describe Kimmy's as wholesome, generally. Yeah. Mine's gremlin-y. Mine's not wholesome. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, I'm going to go as quick as I can possibly with this. So Robin um, was making brownies. Yeah. For, and, for the record out there, Robin's a middle. Like, yes. Um, she's, she, she likes to do the healthy caregivery things without being, like, in that responsible space. Yes. Um, but she, also, she like, likes the term likes littley things and diapers and yeah. stuff. She likes the term the middlest mid that ever was mid. <laughs> also, big sister. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, so she was making brownies for all the littles, and um, I, I, I honestly, there's a conflicting reports of what went wrong, but they would not solidify. They absolutely and thoroughly refused to solidify. So she was pretty sad about it, and several hours later, they still weren't solidified, and she was sad. Sometime during this time. All the little just kind of looked around and realized. Okay, this was when the yes. bigs were wrapping presents. So we looked and there around. there were no bigs. And realized there were no bigs. Not a one to be found. And there were a couple littles outside the playpen. So we negotiated our jailbreak. And 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 explored our, our new freedom and authority. Right. <laughs> and our, our freedom and authority led us to. The, the brownies. <laughs> <laughs> and... I don't know how we got here. I went upstairs to look for my mommy, and I couldn't find her. And I came downstairs, and everyone's around the brownies. And I walk in, and and Bun just looks at me with a wad of brownie in her hand as she had scooped it out of the brownie container, like, 
come here. <laughs> and everyone, like, like crowded around this brownie container, and we're scooping it out with our hands like gremlins. And and we, we were devouring this thing. And it was only after we had gone to town on this brownie that we realized, oh, no. <laughs> we're going to get in trouble. This is, this, is, this is a crime. We've committed a crime here. I yep. would have tattled. Oh, yeah, Kimmy would have tattled. She was, was already in bed because she's in, tiny. Yeah. Um, but but we realized this was a crime. So what do you do with crimes? Cover it you, up. You cover them up. So we, we scraped off the crust of the brownie and smoothed the brownie out and rebaked it to form a new crust. <laughs> and, did, and Did it work? I, I'll get there. Um, after a lot of paranoia, as as various bigs came to check on us, and we were stiflingly oh hiding gosh, our crimes. It was so funny. Um, we pulled it out, and it didn't look like we had eaten any, but it did not look like a brownie anymore. <laughs> it did not look like it did. Um, I think my favorite description was, it looked like someone overturned some soil, packed it into a brownie container, and presented it. <laughs> <laughs> it looked terrible and immediately all of the bigs knew like what had happened like like we we woke up that next morning to gift day we all had coal in our stockings <laughs> so my favorite experience is uh the that that chaotic all littles and no bigs around energy that formed that that uh the 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 littles are running the the, the daycare uh vibe so yeah, that's my story. That's a, it was it was so much fun. It was such a blast. It was crazy. I didn't find out about it until the next morning. <laughs> and then it was like, yeah. It's was, probably good. I was in bed. I would have tattled. I did tell one big I, I big quote unquote. I told Robin because uh she was sad that the brownies didn't coalesce and it like it like made her night. Yeah. It was so nice. <laughs> really cheered her up. Okay, what's yours? Okay, mine's super cliche. I'm really like <gasps> exciting. Yep. Um, I actually had two, but the the first one's the one I'm going to go with. Okay. Um, was it when you messed yourself in the playpen? Uh, no. I actually... You know, we were talking earlier about things we wanted to do. Um, one of the things I wanted to do was, was mess my diaper. Yeah. yeah. That's something that I don't do often, and I thought, like, small con would be a good time to do that. And, you know, a lot of other people, like, stayed in diapers the entire weekend, so that's something that happened. I did that. Uh, yep. That tracks. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even pack any... Um, underpants <laughs> that yep. tracks um, okay but. so um but no i actually that that didn't wind up happening for a series of reasons mm -hmm. but honestly again expectations and finding joy in what did happen um and honestly i'm glad that it went the way that it did uh anyway uh my favorite thing was <laughs> on the morning of gifts day when we oh, came yeah. downstairs and there was this tree and all the lights were on and the presents and the stockings and stuff um I was like, oh my gosh, so cute and so baby. And I felt like I was started taking pictures because that's kind of my go-to. And yep. um, I, it was just really nice feeling. But we started with, it, we started doing stockings and we started opening the stockings and um, we're going through the stockings and being like, oh, look at this thing that I got. Look at this thing that I got. And we're all comparing because we all got our stockings at about the same time. So we're all opening and showing each other. Mm -hmm. And um, there is this moment of just like supreme littleness when... Robin, who was doing the distribution of gifts for us, yep. started handing out the gifts, like saying the names, being like, oh, this one's for Sophie. Oh, this one's for Chloe, et cetera, et cetera. 
And um, I'd get a gift and I would open the gift and I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. And I got like a myriad of gifts from like, like we said, very small to very big gifts. Um, and some of them were very cool and uh, some of them were silly and small, but it was actually like one of the silly and small ones that I opened up almost right away. And I was like, really, I was like, having a good time playing with this mm-hmm. little toy that I got. And um, a present fell into my lap and... I had to put the toy down to open, to a open new the toy. new gift. And then the second I opened that gift, I really liked it. So I started opening that gift. And before I even got that gift open, another present <laughs> fell in my lap. And I had this this big nostalgia of getting a gift and wanting to play with it so badly. But you've got but another I gift coming. I have another gift <laughs> And I'm so curious what's in and the new gift. So like, That's so not like an adult by thing. By the end of this entire experience i probably had four or five gifts half opened with me <laughs> trying to play with them but also like wanting to play with a different one and i don't know why but this this feeling was so nostalgic and so literally mm-hmm. and so i felt so i felt i felt like a little kid like honestly i felt like a I, I love that and it, it was it was maybe the littlest feeling sincere emotional feeling that i've ever felt and it was so good okay Usual bet. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, I have another small one. Okay, go ahead. One moment that I'll treasure forever was, oh, everybody got a slug except for me. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Okay, we did not talk about the slug bag, but we got it end, quick. We are we are at the so end of everything. At the end of everything, we're approaching um, an the hour. The final show. gift that was given us, given to us, was just this bag, and. Um, Robin was like, okay, reach in, grab one. It's just like a grab bag thing. So so Chloe reached in and grabbed one. She's like, oh my gosh, I got a slug. And it's like this kind of like rainbow. It, it's like, a, it's little, like a child rattle slug thing. Yeah, it's like a, um, like a stim toy kind of thing. And that I reached in and I pulled out a package, this brown package with this, mm-hmm. this tie on it. And I'm like, oh, I got a little box. And, like, and I was so excited to open it. But as I'm taking off the paper, as I'm unwinding the, the twine, yeah. next to me, Lyra reaches in and she's like, I also got a slug. And I looked at it, I looked at her and I looked at Chloe and I said, well, I want a slug. Everyone else is getting a slug. And by this point, like three other people had gotten slugs. So then I open up the, the box and I'm like, it's a slug because it was one of the little slugs in the box. Oh, it's a whole thing. And everyone wound up getting a slug, but it was so good. Okay. We have to end the episode. Oh, I didn't get to tell you my second thing that it was one of my favorite parts. Okay. One and then I'll time, tell another favorite part of mine. One time during the weekends, I really appreciated and re- everyone there was so kind and, and respectful and generous and, and caring, compassionate and thoughtful. I just, it, it was, it felt very familial. I felt like they were my family. But mm-hmm. um, I also even... As a little, and when I'm grown up, like the I, I am, um, I'm I'm very organized. I, mm-hmm. I, I I like to plan things and, and orchestrate things, and I I'm the person who says, okay, let's start doing this, or yes. okay, let's let's group together, like and and um, I remember one time during the weekend after I'd done this a few times, um, one time the whole room had a, like was full of people, and everyone was having their conversations, and I said. All right, I want to say something. And everyone fell silent. <laughs> like, just silent. And just, I didn't have to, like, like wait for, for mm-hmm. people to realize people were being quiet. And I didn't have to wait for for 
people to finish what they were doing. Everyone's it was just, just like, like oh, everyone okay. just turned to me and was like, oh, what? <laughs> it was and cute. I felt like, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, because they respect my, yep. my organizational ability, they respect my ability to get, to start the next thing. And everyone just immediately was like, oh, okay. It's like, Sophie's ready to do this thing. Let's, let's all turn to let's her. Let's dive in on this. <laughs> and I don't know. It was just this moment of just really like, validating. Yeah. Not even in a little way, but in a, in a, in a person, the, the respect and love that I have from my friends, like just that realization of like, wow. Are um, you now drunk on power? Um, no. Okay. Drunk no. on, drunk, drunk on happiness. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that. Not power, but. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give uh, one last favorite thing from me. All not right. part of that. Okay. It was literally, I, I was not in the playpen. The playpen was full. I was at my mommy's feet and I was crawling around on the floor, literally crawling, which I never do, playing with that little train toy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bluey was on and I'd look up and I'd like suck my thumb and like w- watch Bluey. And then I get a little bored and I'd play with my train and crawl around. And it is the babiest I think I have ever been. Like the most baby, not the most like little maybe, I don't know, but the most baby with yeah. like a capital V. And yeah, okay. That's it. Now we have to end the episode. All right. Thanks so- everyone for listening. Let's Let's move this along. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone for listening. I hope this was both informative and, um, also entertaining. Uh, entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Good word. Um, if you want to find us on Twitter, that's at the usual bet. Uh, if you want to send us an email, that's the usual mailbox at gmail.com. And, um, you can find us on Patreon and support the show as well as other projects that we do by joining us at patreon.com slash Sophie and pudding where patreon.com slash Sophie and pudding. Um, special thanks to Kiffy for this babysitter app. It's, it was, it's an, an incredible thing. I I'm, I'm so excited to continue working on it with her and to really make this into something great. Um, it's already fantastic <laughs> and I'm just, I'm so impressed. Uh, it's something this community really needs is a very easy way to convey boundaries. For sure. Um, special thanks to Juicebox for, one, coming to SmallCon with us. That was a blast. Mm-hmm. And um, also doing our cover art as well as other arts throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh. uh, you can find him at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. I haven't posted the one he drew of me as the playpen baby. You'll well, have to post it. You'll have to post it. Then. Yeah. Um, thank you, Mimi, for help their theme song. And... Thank you, Kimmy, for also coming to SmallCon, for helping financially, for planning with me, for working with me. Um, and, and for being a good girl. Being a good girl and having a good time and making the most of your weekend. Um, you can find her at bby-kimmy.tumblr.com. And that's it. And that's it. All right. No, I'm also on Twitter. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>